0: To another episode of the Big Question, presented by Friends of Film, a podcasting in-depth look at a specifically related question. On this episode, we'll discuss the most important themes of Star Wars. As always, I'm your host Cooper Hood. Once again, joined by a man who is a big fan of political
1: podcasts, Josh Strady. I listen to so many of them. Pod Save America, Five Thirty Eight, like Twelve at the Washington Post, The Daily. If you're not <laughs> listening to The Daily, you're doing something wrong. Michael Bloomberg. Yeah. No thanks. Um, he's oh, he's so good. And, like, his voice is so NPR and mellow.
0: Um, got too many podcasts. Anyone to? else? Uh, let's don't see here. I don't know. I could go
1: on. <laughs> you don't listen to any?
0: Political podcasts? Yeah. No. Oh, okay. I listen to our podcast, which obviously you guys all are who are listening <laughs> to this currently. Uh, other movie later podcasts, plus fantasy football podcasts, plus NBA podcasts. And we also are joined by Amanda. What podcast do you listen to? Um,
2: I... Regretfully, I don't listen to a ton. I listen to Dear Hank and John from the Vlogbrothers. Oh, yeah. That's and uh, I listen to Good Christian Fun, because that's always a good time. Sounds um, like it. Welcome to Night Vale. And on occasion, the Hype podcast from Hypeable. Okay. And then, you know, this show. Yeah,
0: obviously. I've <laughs> heard
1: of the Hype off the tech that look. Obviously, vale you got to listen great. to Friends and Film. Yeah, Night Vale's quality, quality content. Oh, and lore. from lore? Yes. It's just about scary stories that have happened that people mm. tell in the world. Okay. Yes. So, but hey, everyone, don't forget about our <laughs> podcast. And you can get all of our latest updates on Facebook and Twitter at Friends and Film. And be sure to check out the rest of our shows on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, and Google Podcasts. And if you can, on iTunes, please rate and review us. It really helps.
0: Yeah. And then be sure to over to our website, friendsofilm.wordpress.com, where you guys will see written reviews from us on the weekly. But uh, as far as this episode is concerned, we are here to have another Star Wars related big question. This one asking, what are the most important Star Wars themes? And we're not talking about John Williams' themes, (laughs) uh, which are fantastic. There are many great ones. But the actual themes of the story, of the characters, of just the Star Wars saga. I'm joined by two very passionate Star Wars fans to do this. Don't know which one to kick off with. Josh is waving his hand. I was just throwing it to you. Say
1: hi. I didn't mean to take over. What is the Please most over, important
0: Josh. Star Wars theme, or at least one of them?
1: Okay. I'll reluctantly go. But my first one and my biggest one, uh, feel free to jump off it, though, is there's always a the right choice. There's always a the right side, and you have to fight. There's no complacency, which is mm. not really much of a theme, but more like a screed or a, you know, um, a message, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But there, up to The Last Jedi, this, this question was going around. And I, even I was starting to believe it. It was like this, the gray Jedi mm-hmm. and the balance between the light and the dark. And you have to walk the line, mm-hmm. as Johnny Cash would tell us. Um, and that's a bunch of baloney. <laughs> like, that's not, that's not right. That's not real. That's not true right. at all.
0: So Johnny Cash is a liar.
1: No, Johnny Cash is <laughs> Johnny Cash is referring to something else. Okay, but I just brought it up out of random association. <laughs> um, there's like so saying there's always a the right choice. Um, one of the things I'm thinking of are both the Republic and the New Republic of the prequel trilogy and the sequel trilogy. First of all, mm-hmm. the the Republic. Is cons- It doesn't act when Naboo is under attack mm-hmm. at all. They're complacent. They would rather talk about it. They're letting people die while they debate the merits of such things. Mm-hmm. And Padme Amidala gets upset and leaves and, you know, in the end, end up doing the right thing mm-hmm. without sanction from the Senate or the Jedi Council, such as with Qui-Gon Jinn, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who's a rebel and who follows his own path rather than the Jedi code. And then you kind of move a little bit further and forward and on. And you get into um, the sequel trilogy and you have the same thing with the Republic or the new Republic. Mm -hmm. And again, rather than fight evil, they're complacent. They would rather not. Leia starts the resistance. Mm -hmm. And there's this... I guess this feeling, it's still a little bit unclear to me, but there's this feeling of they would rather not do anything, but by the time they realize there's an actual threat that they need to stop, they're wasted. I Mm -hmm. mean, the whole Hosnian system is gone. Mm -hmm. And then, like, you know, you can follow that further, the light side and dark side of the Force. There's no middle ground there. Mm -hmm. I mean, the prequel Jedi are the Grey Jedi when you think about it. They're the ones saying, uh we don't really get involved. We just keep the peace, quote unquote, rather than find solutions. Mm-hmm. And that ends up leading to more pain and suffering mm-hmm. um, as we go on. But Rogue One, I think is the clearest extrapolation of it mm-hmm. with Jyn so. Um, she gets picked up off of, um, what planet is it? Wabani. Wabani. Thank you. And Good pull. Good pull. She gets brought to the base of Yavin 4 and they're, desperate they're they're pleading with her like hey help us out help us find your father and well you know let the rebellion rise and the the most the the summing of like basically all of this is I don't have the luxury of political opinions Mm -hmm. Uh, that's like the perfect example of someone who just doesn't care Mm -hmm. at
2: all can't tell what flag is flying when you're looking at the ground exactly
1: great quote by
2: it's either cassian or jen i can't remember it's from that scene though uh, in the, in no the boardroom.
1: forrest Whitaker. what's his name Sol that- yes does he say it yes okay i believe you or no jen says it to forrest Whitaker. maybe really yes it doesn't seem like a jen line it is
2: i think it is a jen line that's what i remember it being mm-hmm,
1: it is you're right um but she said i think
2: yeah i think you're right it's when they come back to Jeddah. Mm-hmm.
1: right because he's like admonishing her why why did you decide not to get involved at all yeah she's just like, uh, keep my head down, mm-hmm. don't bother anybody, and I've been just getting trying by. trying to survive. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ever since.
2: That is her whole creed in that. And the first act of that movie is that I'm not in getting involved because I've been hurt by both sides. And then she finds that you can't keep standing still. You have to make a decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah. Do you have more on that point, or I have things to say about that? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I just wanted to make one more move Go. to Finn,
1: who... Yeah in the sequel trilogy is sort of learning this himself. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, He started to do the right thing, I guess you could say. He accidentally did the right thing by rescuing Mm Poe. And he even gets deflated by it when he's like, because it's the right thing to do. And Mm -hmm. Finn's like, or Poe says, returns. And he says, you just need a pilot. He's like, yeah, I need a pilot. Okay, let's (laughs) get out of here. It it begins as a selfish motivation. Mm -hmm. And that comes through. Throughout the movie, his mission is just to find his friend and get out of there. He doesn't mm-hmm. really care about getting caught up in the cosmic battle of good and evil. Yeah. And then it moves into episode eight, where he's just ready to get off that thing. He hasn't mm-hmm. joined up. He hasn't signed up. Mm-hmm. He needs to get out of there. And he's
0: more concerned with Ray's whereabouts than the state of the galaxy at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And then, of course, he finally butts heads. With the personification of the, don't join up, mm-hmm. walk the, stay in the middle, mm-hmm. the morally weapons great. Dealers. Yes, exactly. And it's Benicio Del Toro's DJ. Mm-hmm. And, oh yeah, and then the weapons dealers as well, who mm-hmm. make money off both sides. Like, there's that cynicism that gets introduced and says, all right, this is why you don't join up, because it's all a game. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there's still one group of people fighting for, I guess, freedom of the galaxy, mm-hmm. you know? there's another oppressive regime and the the choice is clear getting bogged down in minutiae or like you know Mm -hmm. the finer points of things which are important but at the same time you know it's clear Mm -hmm. there's a light and there's a dark Mm -hmm. and cynicism doesn't get you anywhere i mean luke deals with
0: that too right in episode eight where Mm -hmm. he doesn't want to Pick a aside, either he just wants to stay on Octo, die. Yep. He feels like the Jedi have ruined enough mm-hmm. as it is, and he's just like, "Nope, this is it. This is the end." And it's not until Rey challenges him, basically, and it's like, mm-hmm. "Listen, the galaxy is in peril. Somebody's got to save it. If you're not going to, I'm going to." Yeah. And then he's like, "Oh, okay, yeah, she's right. Like, I should probably do something." Mm-hmm. Picks a side and even though he's not actually there, he at least distracts Kylo enough to allow the remaining. Uh, members of the Resistance to uh, survive.
1: Mm -hmm. Makes a move and joins up.
2: Yeah. I definitely reiterate that whole, I wouldn't have put it in those words, but I think it's good that you did, that there's always a choice to be made and the choice Mm -hmm. must be made. I think that's really important and it is central to Star Wars. Although I would argue, because I'm still on the side of the great Jedi, I think it's coming and I think it's important, but I think for that reason, because the Jedi of the Old Republic had failed in that and I'm going to pull out some extended universe for just a second and then I swear it's the last thing I'm going to say about it. Um, But way back in the history of the Jedi, there was something called the Jedi, which was the Grey Jedi, as we would call it now. um, Because the Jedi and the Old Republic were stuck in there is no passion, there's only peace. So there's never any action if there's only ever peace. And yet there's a whole bunch of hypocrisy in that and the way that they behave in the prequels and that's a whole discussion in and of itself um and then the dark side is only passion never peace and i think the gray jedi is you take action when it's appropriate you choose the right thing even when it doesn't fit within a system and that's where the gray comes in that's treading the line um so i would agree with your premise on there is always a right choice. There always is action that must be taken. And we mm-hmm. see that over and over and over and over again in Star Wars. Um, but I think if we're looking to the future of where Star Wars is going, I do think Grey Jedi is on the table. Um, and politically, in the space politics, I think there's <laughs> something to be said there for some kind of balance as well. Because the both the Old Republic and the New Republic got bogged down in um, Senate meetings and all the red tape and all the minutiae and couldn't ever act and they get stuck. And the empire and the first order are efficient. If nothing else, they have an infrastructure if nothing else, but they do it by suppression and oppression and fear and destruction. And it's not sustainable either. So there's gotta be something in between. And that's, if we're looking for the future of the universe, that's what I'm hoping to see in nine is that we find something that's in between that is action without destruction.
1: For sure. Yeah, I totally agree.
0: Do you have... Is that tied into your... Um, that's points? a different
2: direction I thought you were going to go. I think it's a little bit related to... Um, trying to decide which way to go. I have two that are connected to that.
0: <laughs> go for both. <laughs> Tie it all together.
2: Tie it all together. Um, well, I think one of the central themes of Star Wars and most important themes of Star Wars... I'm going to phrase it as empowerment, Um, the idea that kind of those small choices matter and the Mm -hmm. individuals matter. Um, Star Wars has always been centered around someone who should not be there. Uh, I think Ray fits that archetype really well, and I think she's a really good personification Mm -hmm. of that. But even Luke, um, we talked about this earlier, not on film, but talked about Luke was originally just supposed to be nobody from nowhere Mm -hmm. until lucas rewrote episode five and he becomes vader's father but even then he's not the obvious choice to balance the force he's not the Mm -hmm. obvious choice to be this power player leia is leia is primed and ready for to do all kinds of incredible things and she does but she's not the one who you would she's the one you would choose if you Mm -hmm. were choosing a hero of that universe you choose leia not luke luke's the kid sitting in his backyard playing with toy planes and making Mm -hmm. room noises like this is not who we choose to save the universe (laughs) (laughs) he almost puts the lightsaber through his eye in the first (laughs) scene that he holds it you know um and so we see that in anakin we see it in luke we Mm. see it in um ray i'm trying to think those are those central characters who Mm -hmm. should not be where they are and yet make huge impacts um and instead, instead of obvious choices, instead of obvious power players, we see people who don't belong, who make magnificent impact on the world around them. And so that message becomes, the theme becomes, individuals matter, small people matter, mm-hmm. small choices matter. Um, and I think even in like a little bit more of an underlying way, we see l- these really little characters who have huge roles. And this is where I'm going to reference Jar Jar Banks and everyone's going to oh hate me. Oh boy, oh um, boy. Because I have a lot of terrible things to say about Jar Jar, but in episode three, he is one who makes a small move that changes the course of what comes after, because he's the one who gives power to Palpatine.
0: Not a good choice. And That's how, true.
2: even though yeah. that was a dumb thing to do, we see this the fate of the universe in a small choice uh-huh. by a person who did not belong. Now, it was the wrong choice in that case, but... Um, and then Rogue One being the prime example of this. None of those people were supposed to be there. Bodhi's not supposed to be there. Mm -hmm. The Guardians of the Wills, um, even Cassian and Jin are not supposed to be on that ship and yet they go and people follow and change is made. Um, and I also think Paige Tico is an example of this, less in terms of, like, people who aren't supposed to be there but, like, somebody who makes a small choice who sacrifices Mm -hmm. and sets off events that would not have happened without her sacrifice. um, so I think empowerment is central to Star Wars. There's always going to be somebody who does not belong, who makes a small choice that leads to bigger choices, that leads mm-hmm. to change.
1: Yeah, then obviously, I mean, kind of the, the biggest one, I guess, little Anakin from Tatooine. Exactly. I mean, the, I mean obviously, doesn't really work out for him in the end. <laughs> or works out for anywhere. the galaxy. Mace Windu, <laughs> uh, all of the Jedi, the younglings, and all that. Mm-hmm. But Qui-Gon just picks the kid up. Mm -hmm. on a backward planet who's a slave, Mm -hmm. single parent, or from a single family, parent family, and then whisk him way to, you know, greatness, if you will, or beginnings of it, at least.
0: Yeah. But, I mean, he did have all the midichlorians, so. Well, (laughs) yes, but...
1: It's like getting, like, a high SAT score, you know? Yeah, if you didn't study. That's true.
0: I mean, I I I really like that theme, because, like, it goes... I mean, beyond the characters you just caught out, I mean, Mm -hmm. Han Solo just... Ret- like returning mm, to the battle. Mm-hmm. like He could have easily just left and instead he comes back and he ends up being a major force for the rebellion for years to come. Um, I mean, I feel like you can kind of go down the line for really any character and there's some major choice, uh, especially on the hero side that's like there's an empowering choice or a reasoning behind why they made that choice mm-hmm. that if they didn't make that choice or if they made a different time or if they just didn't make it at all it totally changes their character changes the galaxy mm-hmm. um just kind of it's that butterfly effect mm-hmm. um that I think we always you always hear about like oh you can't do this well, if you do this mm-hmm. you don't know what happened um and it is interesting to think about that like if they if they didn't make that one choice how differently would everything be so mm-hmm. um yeah
1: it's so funny though um I'm, I'm there's a star wars eu book sitting on my shelf at home i mm-hmm. uh, just want to make sure i got the title right but it's called choices of one it's a mm-hmm. mary jade focused mm-hmm. book came out like late in the uh eu's the legends run i'm sorry mm-hmm. but it's about this exact thing the, mm-hmm. the, the choices of one how, and how they affect the many
2: yeah and you mentioned we see that in heroes we obviously see that in the villains as well we talked mm-hmm. about anakin a little bit um which the discussion about whether anakin is a hero or a villain in the star wars universe is <laughs> a really interesting one but um i think it plays to this point well that the choices he make not only affect him and the people he mm-hmm. loves but the galaxy as a whole um and it goes back to he was a child who should not have been in that mm-hmm. situation there's no reason he could have he should have been there besides his midichlorian sat score like <laughs> <laughs> there's no reason for that
0: i mean yeah i mean he made maybe the most important decision to betray the emperor yeah i mean if, if he didn't doesn't do that luke's dead and Mm-hmm. that's the that's the end yes all and those all those people have been mad at the last jedi and force awakens for not using luke it just yeah you've been you've be mad at george lucas for letting him die in episode six
2: exactly and i think um ben solo as well kylo ren mm-hmm. choosing to kill snoke i think is going to be one of those moments because i don't think he thought that through before he made that yeah. call i'm pretty convinced he didn't and what's going to come of that is going to be really interesting
0: yeah I didn't even think about that but yeah can't wait to see what happens next mm-hmm. um, I think one theme or an important theme always take the high ground in Star Wars that's <laughs> <Yes>. important <laughs> <Give in>. um, <laughs> but more more seriously um, I mean kind of kind of touched on this already a little bit but hope uh, there's mm-hmm. always there's always a way out there's always mm-hmm. a way for it to get better um, maybe that's an important thing to remember in the current state of Star Wars <laughs> fandom that there's always hope Yep. I mean, the first movie is, you know, is now titled A New Hope. Yes. Um and I mean it's it's that recurring theme of there's always somebody that will or could save the galaxy or there's a reason to be optimistic that evil won't yes. prevail. Mm-hmm. Um which is a very important thing to always keep in mind, whether it's in Star Wars in the real world, um, that the threat won't always be there. Mm-hmm. And there's always some way to get out there's always a reason to be hopeful there's always a reason um to be positive thinking and whether that's in the smallest form of luke somehow going on that journey and becoming the new hope for the Mm -hmm. galaxy or Mm -hmm. it's broom boy hearing about Mm -hmm. luke skywalker (laughs) and (laughs) now he has the hope that you know maybe my life won't just be cleaning up what are those things called
1: um they are called farriers farriers
0: yeah cleaning up after farriers the whole time and being a slave you know mm-hmm. there's there's a reason or there's there's at least the chance that things will get better and i think that's uh really important thing to
1: keep in mind bless you for bringing up Baroom boy i did think you were gonna do it's it but my you favorite character did. yeah really. be... room boy is important though <laughs> even <laughs> so important rose Tico's arc with john boyega mm-hmm. in a lot of ways or just not even the arc but just that first encounter yeah with mm-hmm. them is so important and is, is exactly that yeah. Um, when she's sort of already mythologizing him as mm-hmm. the great resistance hero, and she says, "When when we found out that you took down a Starkiller Base, my sister she, my sister said, Rose, something about being a hero.' I'm paraphrasing. <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. But that's 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 a sign of greatness. I thought uh, we
0: were going to get Josh to just monologue the whole last. Uh-huh. Choosing to <laughs> do, or yeah, I
1: want to say, choosing to do what's right, but um, fighting and never giving up. I think yeah, is yeah what, something about fighting back. Right, and, yeah, and that's how it kind of ends out. And, like, right there, even though Boyega wasn't, or Finn wasn't exactly <laughs> that yet for her, she was still able to at least use yeah. that. Yeah. And that was a moment of hope for him. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's, yeah, that's a great point. Yeah. I mean,
0: there's even, like, the hope in just redemption or mm-hmm. something that, you know, Luke had the hope that <laughs> yeah. Vader was going to do the right thing and not just let him die. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and that's that's a ballsy thing to do.
2: Yeah.
1: Han Solo mm. in Episode Seven. Oh, I
2: didn't even have that. Yeah,
1: he why what the the dude who is always running away. Mm-hmm. Always a, a cynic. From four and five, not in six because he gets rescued. But <laughs> and then after six, he comes back in seven. And the one time, you know, he he actually believed he had a hope that he could walk out there and save his son. Mm-hmm. And it was I mean, almost there. Mm-hmm. I mean,
0: he he died with the thought that being still being hopeful that he's doing what he needs to do something that's for his, save son. his son mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he won't know that cuz he's not a force ghost or anything oh, but beautiful. uh if something plays out like that in nine where Kylo's redeemed or saved mm-hmm. i mean it could always tie back to that in some yeah. way
2: and i do think we see this is a personal or personal opinion maybe i'm not convinced this is true but i think it does spark some hope mm-hmm. in if not in Ben Solo himself, in something about his character that that his father sacrifices himself, that believes something, and it does split him in two, mm-hmm. as we talk about in in eight, um, Han's hope in him is part of what changes his course. Yeah, it course corrects him somehow. Um, yeah, hope was actually the other one of my other themes I was going to talk about. <laughs> oh, so I'm glad yeah. you talked there about it. There we go. Um, that and a lot of things you said were things I was going to say that the arc of star wars is this like extreme rise and fall mm-hmm. of these huge powers which isn't really how we experience life but it feels like a dramatization it feels like a characterization of the way we experience life and that there's hope in the midst of the darkest things i was going to quote the blue lantern core when all seems lost home and <laughs> oh. bright because um, i have a poster of it on my wall so um that was the that's the thing that comes out when you talk about star wars though when mm-hmm. all seems lost when nothing makes sense the flame of hope exists like Mm -hmm. and rogue one is of course the the primary for that i think Mm -hmm. because that's um that moment at the end scarif is decimated and the plans are being passed from person to person to person and every that's what makes i think rogue one so heartbreaking Mm -hmm. is you realize how close they were to losing it yeah and that last um yeah. oh. soldier trying to get it through the door invaders behind him and then like you know we I mean, know what happens next but ho-
0: hopes the last word spoken in mm-hmm. rogue one right yeah mm-hmm. what,
2: what's the line either of you remember
1: what did they give us or what is it oh and what is it hope. she turns around they so gave us hope
2: so. yeah um and i think it connects a bit to what i was talking about earlier with empowerment that mm-hmm. it's hope that comes out of ordinary yeah. people it's hope that comes from
0: ordinary choices
2: so yeah
0: yeah i also want to Echo uh, the Last Jedi, I think, is a really good example of hope, especially mm-hmm. the ending. It's mm-hmm. really all about hope. Rose yep. saves Finn because she has hope that this isn't <laughs> this yeah. isn't how it's going to go down. Uh, Luke basically sacrifices himself because mm-hmm. he has hope that Ray is going to survive, mm-hmm. and then Poe gives the great speech in the mm-hmm. uh, in the cavern or whatever it is that you know we are the spark that will that will burn the first order, yeah. and it's. Mm-hmm. I think it's important.
1: Even dropping back to Kylo Ren and having hope on him. Yeah. No one's ever really gone. Mm-hmm. That, that's oh, both for yeah. Han Solo and that's both for Ben Solo. For sure. And it's the reason Luke didn't show up in the first place. I mean, yes, yeah. his X-Wing is junk, but also. <laughs> yeah, he could have got it there. Leaving, yeah, ben giving himself completely over to the dark side would mean mm-hmm. killing Luke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The ultimate, the embodiment, what set him on that path. Yeah. Ultimately, and then also, I mean, yeah, Luke's lack of hope contributed mm-hmm. to the rise of Ben Sullivan. Yep. Yeah. oh my goodness. So when Luke
2: doesn't have hope in Ben, mm-hmm. it's, it's dren- what sets it all wrong.
1: The films are drenched in it. <laughs> uh, so uh, I guess I got another one. This Go. is this is one that's maybe reaching, I suppose. Oh <laughs> but I've got Decided. the lessons of failure hmm. on here. Uh, this one is. Com- Best exemplified in *The Last Jedi*. Um, It's in the midst of everything going wrong. Yoda sits there, and he's there to tell Luke, "Failure is the best teacher, Mm -hmm. and we are what they grow beyond." But thinking about that movie, *Canto Byte* goes well. No, the first moment, the Mm. retreat goes terribly wrong. Yeah, they lose their entire bomber squadron page um, and all of those other b- people are gone. Like in that one moment and Poe's got to learn like right there. Sometimes it's best to, you know, mm-hmm. to run, to flee, like
2: live to fight another day.
1: Exactly. Even if you did score a, a quote of victory, the <laughs> loss of human lives and things like that, that is definitely a failure. And it's throughout his entire arc, which then runs into Finn and Rhodes, who go to Canto bite and he, you can argue back and forth whether you like that moment and that whole entire sequence, mm-hmm. but the idea is they basically lose at every turn mm-hmm. but steep still keep going they get betrayed on board the star destroyer, and yet again they're still moving forward mm-hmm. and then the resistance in general i mean it kind of it goes back to hope it a little bit, mm-hmm. but they're completely decimated they've they're they've been beaten, but they're still. Moving forward, mm-hmm. that Falcon, they have everything they need to um, carry on the rebellion. Yeah, on side, mm-hmm. um, and then you can make moves back towards the other films, um, prequels, Episode Two. Arms are cut off. People are mm-hmm. defeated inside that hangar bay at the end. Mm-hmm. And if, for Anakin, it, it works out. You know, moving him the opposite way instead of becoming a better person, it mm-hmm. makes him worse. I suppose mm. less human. Um, rather, Luke's failure in Cloud City is another one. And, you know, Obi Wan's, I think, is Obi Wan's line, anyway, is the most mm-hmm. quintessential or the best summation of it all. Strike me down, I'll come back more powerful than ever. It's mm-hmm. not really, I mean, yes, it's about the Force and it's about his everlasting abilities, I suppose, becoming <laughs> one with it. But it's all, I like it to think of it as the idea of that, yeah, you can get beaten now you can always get back up again mm-hmm. I mean it's one defeat versus everything else mm-hmm. so that's my second theme
0: alright <laughs> I mean I, I love it I think especially Last Jedi I think failure is such a huge part of that movie yeah which for me is why it works so well yeah because it's just every, everybody is failing that movie it's not just it's not just Finn and Rose it's Luke's failing to be the the person he sh- should be Ray's failing at recruiting uh, Luke to join the rebellion but then she's also she also fails at converting Kylo she thought Kylo failed at converting mm-hmm. Ray, like he thought because um, she had hoped to turn Kylo yeah. and mm-hmm. it's still
1: the idea yeah. of keep pushing for it's
0: all tied together yeah. um, Amanda do you have another one
2: I do this is maybe my biggest one um, this is what I usually argue as being the most central theme to Star mm-hmm. Wars and I'm gonna argue for redemption yeah um, more than hope yep. Um Which I think redemption kind of encapsulates a bit both hope and empowerment and Mm -hmm. um, some of the other stuff we've talked about that everybody is always, maybe not all individuals, but the arc of the story is always moving towards redemption. Um, Obviously, the most obvious of that is Vader. Mm -hmm. Um, Anakin goes from being the child, the nobody who has more power than he should to the most powerful being in the galaxy really I mean mm-hmm. we can argue about Sidious but um. but it's not worth anything it's empty and poisoning yeah. <laughs> to his system for sure Um, until his son returns and then seeing him give everything he thought he he had worked towards he gives it up for Luke mm-hmm. um, and gives it up for the person he was supposed to be more than that I think more than turning his back on those things for Luke, I think he turns his back on them for himself um, to become the man he was supposed to be um, and bring some balance. So we see that in in Vader and Anakin. We see it in Luke. Mm -hmm. uh, And I think that's why Last Jedi is important. Because if we had seen Luke simply be the golden
0: boy
2: for the rest of his life, it wouldn't have been Star Wars, I think. (laughs) Um, It would have felt really good to the fans who'd grown up with the original trilogy maybe, but I don't think it would have been realistic or true to his character and hold the integrity of his character at all because he had to face some hard choices and it broke him mm-hmm. and for him to then come back and at the end, give himself for that last little spark of hope in Ben solo. Um, cause that's what it, that's about. I think, um, it's about the rebellion. It's about his sister, but more than that, it's about redemption for his nephew who carries on the legacy of his father. Mm-hmm. Um, the bad parts of his legacy, the legacy of his father. Um, we can talk about it with Han um, over okay. and over again. We see that redemption in him up and down <laughs> quite a bit, and then I think solidified in giving giving himself for his son.
1: And for Han, too, it's something that Solo kind of sets up well for mm-hmm. you, too. And it's the idea he's not completely a cynic yeah. his entire life. Uh-huh. He's out there making the right choice, but uh-huh. he's having those highs and those lows. Yeah. And by the time we run into him in A New Hope, he's he's yeah. at his low point.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we see it in Jin and Cassian's characters, too, in Rogue One. Both of them in opposite ways. Um, Cassian learning to care about the individual over the... Um, Organization, Sorry, I lost the word. And then Jin the other way around, learning how to care for causes mm-hmm. over herself. And um, Finn is a really good example of this, and I'm hoping to see some more of that because I yeah. think they derailed him a little bit in Last Jedi. It's one of my big problems with that movie. Um, I'm hoping they bring a little bit of that back. But I think he was on a really good redemption path heading into mm-hmm. Last Jedi where he starts to fight back. He starts to rectify the parts of how he contributed to what the first order is. And um, I'm hoping we see some more of that come back in him in episode nine. Um, And then of course I want to talk about Ben Solo and how (laughs) I think that that's where we're heading. Um, And it's not just because I like his character. Like if, if I take the redemption part of why I believe it's important to star Wars, if I take that out of it, yeah, I can see a really cool way for like Ben Solo to die on the dark side in the end of episode nine. I think it'd be a cool storytelling move, but I don't think it would be star Wars. Because I think it betrays some of what is key to what Star Wars is, mm-hmm. um, that redemption is possible for even those who are the most lost, mm-hmm. that nobody's ever really gone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, I think if we lose Ben Solo to the dark side at the end of episode nine, it's going to be a, a bad call. <laughs> um, because it, it betrays, I think, what the heart of the Star Wars stories are about, which is no one's ever really lost. No one's ever really gone. There's always hope in mm-hmm. redemption. There's always going to be redemption in the end. Um, nothing's so bad that it can't be overcome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's huge.
0: Yeah, I, I don't know if... I, I, personally, I'd be totally fine if Kylo doesn't be isn't redeemed at the end of 9. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I think it can go into the... Redemption is such a huge part of it, but there's also the failure um, mm. that comes with it Interesting. Uh, and people can be hopeful, optimistic all they want, but it doesn't mean it's always going to work out. And mm-hmm. um, I don't know to be a little different. I would, I wouldn't be opposed to just have a bad guy, be a bad guy. Mm. I mean, he, uh, and that's, and Kylo not just that. That's, that's right. a very surface level thing for me to Much say. More complex. Uh, yes. He is, he is the most complicated star Wars villain mm-hmm. that we've had. And personally, I think, and what we've seen of him he's the best but mm-hmm. um if if he's redeemed that i am totally fine with that but mm-hmm. I don't necessarily need it but mm-hmm. I yeah thematically it it makes sense
1: it is strange that we think about him in those terms even though every one of his actions has been like terrible right mm-hmm. it's, it's a weird thing but it,
0: it's 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 Adam Driver's eyes there's and always there's always I that see it pain in his eyes. and like that the indecision even just like yeah. mm-hmm. Should I blow up this ship with my mother on it? Oh, you take this finger off the trigger. No. Mm-hmm. And then it's still that it's whatever it, what he was going to do still happened, even though it wasn't him. Mm-hmm. So,
2: I mean, it's I think what point. Snoke says about Ben in the throne room, mm-hmm. you know, killing your father, split your soul down the middle. Yeah. I think that's the most characteristic thing that anybody said of him in those films mm-hmm. or anything that we can say about him.
0: Yeah. Um, the last one I have is courage. Mm-hmm. I think courage yeah. is a very um, uh, important theme in Star Wars kind of echoing a lot of the stuff we've already covered, so mm-hmm. I don't think we need to spend too much time on it, <laughs> but because I think a lot of these themes it's built into the DNA of Star Wars. They're all mm-hmm. very fluid. They all go together very well, um, but I think just, there's just an element of courage that comes with the decisions these characters make along the way that, you know, they don't have to do any of this stuff, but they do it because they think it's right. They do it because they believe they they need to to a certain degree uh, or that they want to, and um especially when it comes to just fighting back and picking a side like you mentioned earlier, Josh, mm-hmm. uh, the courage to do so I think is uh, a very important factor in Star Wars.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, just to jump off of you real quick, like the, I mean, I'm thinking back to Star Wars episode one politics, but mm. no one wants to do anything about Naboo. Yeah. Yeah. Chancellor Valorum is just like, "Uh, you guys can argue I'm not going to show any leadership or any yeah. of it. And the people who, you know, those those three episodes, you know, exemplifies are those who, you know, take the initiative. Mm-hmm. Padme and Madala, exactly that. And she's like, well, my people are dying and I'm not going to put up with mm-hmm. your red tape. I'm yeah. going to get the Gungans and we're going to go save our home world. Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, roll up our boots and say, screw you to the rest of the galactic <laughs> system. Yes. Yeah. So that's an excellent point
2: yeah i think cooper i think your point about courage connects really well with what josh was saying about having to make choices Mm -hmm. um and that's a lot what it comes down to i think for most of the characters in this franchise is having the courage to make a choice that does not line up with what people expect you to do um Mm -hmm. (laughs) that you have to do something that's difficult and not to sound cheesy
1: but you have to fight the system and it's a big part of what's going on in star wars
0: uh, do we have any other things we need to discuss I here?
1: I just want to tag on anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yes. Or, or disestablishmentarianism <laughs> is like wrote through the entirety yeah. of The Last mm-hmm. Jedi. And it's a big fun word to say. So I to name <laughs> drop Make it. sure we say
0: it. Yeah. I, I don't know about you guys, but I really want to watch The Last Jedi now yes. after this conversation.
2: I mean, I always want to watch The Last Jedi. Right. But,
0: <laughs> but right now, especially, it's like... Oh. But need to finish watching Luke Cage, so we'll see what happens. Um, so yeah, I mean, those are, at least in our opinions, the mm-hmm. most important themes that have come out of the Star Wars universe so far. Uh, if you guys have any important themes you guys have picked up on that we didn't mention, be sure to share it with us on social media. But also, you know, if you guys think there's points we missed about some of these themes, let us know. or always here to chat and have more insight about them because that's what makes star wars fandom uh any type of fandom the internet great is we can have these great positive conversations and go in depth about the topics we love we'll be back next week with more episodes a review and a big question as well and then be sure to head over to our website friendsphone.wordpress.com where you guys will find those reviews in written form as well and if you enjoyed this episode though please subscribe share retweet and more plus have to iTunes and give us a five star review with comments and again, be sure to tell us your thoughts and all everything we covered in this big question by Twin us out from the film. You can follow me personally on Twitter at movie Cooper and coops underscore hoops.
1: And you can get it me Josh. It's just Joshua Ryan. And I am Colby Maynard on Twitter.
0: And thanks again for tuning in to the Friends of a Podcast. Josh. me the force to be with you. Amanda. Also with you. And be sure to turn next week for our future episodes.